Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Beer Ladies podcast. Uh, today I am joined by Lisa and Tandy. And uh, we are talking all things Eurovision. This is our Woo-hoo. annual Eurovision episode. Number Woo-hoo. three. Number three. It's our oh. indulgence. <laughs> yeah, completely. I can't believe it's our third year doing this. I know. Um, the first time we ever did it, Tandy was like, I've never seen the Eurovision before. Right. And now I'm a regular nerd. (laughs) Right. So before we dive into that, I'm going to tell everybody to go to our website. If you want any details on our past episodes, on our links to our merch, links to uh, all of our social media. So it's www.beerladiespodcast.com. We are on all of the socials some a little bit more than others we're on we're quite active on twitter are we on mastodon we're on mastodon i don't know Mm -hmm. i haven't i haven't warmed (laughs) to mastodon i need to get into it because i hate twitter it's just become a bit of a cess i know the struggle is real yeah Mm. i still feel Um, like a default to twitter though i know same Mm. same we need help Mm. we need help (laughs) so Wherever you are, wherever we are in your ears, or if you're watching us on YouTube, could you please like, subscribe? And if you have any friends that like beer or the Eurovision and or both, because it's a massive, it's a Venn diagram of a circle, right? Nobody in their right mind would plan a trip to Belfast on Eurovision, would they? (laughs) A beer trip? (gasps) We're We're just saying. We're not looking at anyone in particular, are we? No, no men on this island. Just... No, no. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we hope you guys are listening as you're on your way up. Just anyway. Oh no, they'll have listened because you know to get so that that's they know true. They need to prep how to sound how to sound smart when you're talking shite in the pub about Eurovision. Absolutely, <laughs> they'll know which ones. Ah, you don't need to listen to them. They're terrible. The, those <laughs> ones who are going to be watching Eurovision or excited about it are not going to be in the pubs necessarily right or will they i don't know some pubs have it on yeah Yeah, that's true that's true so let's start off by uh what are we drinking and we might get some hints as to our favorite (laughs) uh artists um lisa what are you drinking so i i did have to you know scour dublin to try to find something from my favorite artist's country um 
there, there's not a lot here, uh, but I did get a Stiegel Radler. So um, I've got the grapefruit run. I actually prefer the lemon one, but you know, actually when it's been lovely and warm, like it's been here the past couple of days, uh, I'm not mad about it. So yes, uh, so all the way from Salzburg, little, little hint there, but. There we go. So that's yes. an Austrian beer. Mm. Tandy, what have you mm. gone for? I think I had a slightly easier time trying to find beers from this country. I've picked two beers because I know that this episode might be a little longer than <laughs> most. I've got two beers from Lervig and they're out of Norway. Um, the first one, which sounded very appropriate for Eurovision because it is crazy and probably very cool. It's a salted rhubarb vanilla sour cream crumble. <laughs> it's all it's all the things, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once, one of those vibes. However, it, it looks very pretty. It's like a oh, kind of peachy oh. pink color. Um, it's got, a, it's got a bit of a low head, but it's a sour after all. And what I enjoy, at least about the concept, because I haven't had a sip yet, what I enjoy is that the, the rhubarb and vanilla in there will be sweet, but they do have a pinch of salt, which mm. I think, oh. you know, in a way it reminds me a bit of Goza territory, just in theory. But this kind of cream crumble vanilla sour thing, I don't know yet. <laughs> it's going to be on. extra no matter We're what. We're going to put you on the spot now. It is extra, but it's actually very nice. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's so very well, nice. Well done, the lads at Lervig then. There we are. There we very go. Nice. Oh, and my other one from Lervig, sorry. Sorry. My other one from Lervig is called Naughty and Nice, which will be very um, uh, relevant to one of the songs that's in our in our top bunch of songs mm. and it's a doppelbock oh i know uh -huh. right and you don't see many doppelbocks anyway no. and i think the style will also speak to one of the songs that we'll talk about a little later mm -hmm. Ooh, so there, there it is we... well i went looking for uh my favorite country's beer and i couldn't find any so i went for their block <laughs> fair, and if fair. you know Eurovision you'll know there's blocks so I have also got a Lervig because we can get this in Ireland quite yes. easily and it's a, another Bach it's not a Doppelbach it's a jewel Bach oh interesting mm. it's what does that points. mean? I've no idea hmm. no Ooh. idea there's no special I was reading the back to see was there anything weird it's just normal barley hops yeast water quite dark oh yeah mm. yeah there you go. Interesting. Very interesting. So now, and very nice. Word. And I do have a I do have a second beer for Ooh. later. And <laughs> it is a synesthesia. Oh, okay. That's I had it. Name. I had it at uh, Rascals at Happy Days. And I just think it's it's a very cool um artwork on the can. It's like a flowers blooming from a skull with hops coming. Yeah, because they've come over from Germany and they had some lovely mm -hmm. stickers they were giving away as well for anyone who saw them pouring at Rascal's Happy Days yeah. so yeah. and it is a double dry hopped IPA because everything there is you go. and but it was uh, good. synesthesia yeah. is the name of a disorder isn't it what is yes. that disorder it's it's where you mix your senses or you associate different things so you could associate colors with names or smells with sights or things like that so it's where two senses get joined together yeah i have a friend who does it and I can't, I can't remember whether she hears or tastes colors but she got a super cool tattoo to kind of uh, like commemorate it it's very cool so suzanne if you're listening it's a super cool tattoo but yeah it's really cool it's just like mm. one of those weird things where your brain does a thing and 
it's mm. unique and fun and different like Eurovision. <laughs> yeah. And I actually spoke to it's so Sudden Death Brewing Company is the name of the, the brewery. And uh I spoke to the the person who was pulling these at the happy days at the weekend and they had a beer called Pills Brosnan. I love it. It was Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> so their skull is kind of their thing. So they had that, but it was Pierce Brosnan, who is Eurovision adjacent. Yes. I think mm, you'll yes. all accept. Um, yes. I've had my annual rewatch of Fire Saga. Yes. I watched it again, inspired by you. So your fault. We watched it last night. Yeah. So prepared. It, it's it's in my list in the next week or two, because I, I've, I've had Eurovision fever for the last few <laughs> weeks and I've gone, you know, super deep dive again and I'm hyper fixating on it, but I'm going to wait to watch the movie because I just well, want to sit in and love it and enjoy it. Because there's been, I have to say, a lot of revision to do because the amount of content that is out now beforehand is just exploding. So you know, mm. we'll have to talk about that, but, you know, I yeah. think there's just a lot to get through. So we, and we have done the work, folks. We, we have done the work for you. So. Um, so. Last year, we went through every single entry and it kind of went on for a while. So what we've done this year is each of the three of us have cast our votes. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve. And we have come up with uh, the Beer Ladies top 16 <laughs> based on our exactly. votes. OK, so we are going to go through them. What I will tell you before we start off is that. Two of them. Is it two? Oh, three of them are from semi-final two. Two of them, three of them are the big five, meaning the rest of them are all from semi-final one. Semi-final it's, one. It's so unbalanced this year. Just it wildly really so. Wildly so. Semi-final one is such a strong semi-final. And I think Wild Youth are the Irish entry who we all are getting behind but unfortunately we can't vote for so we didn't vote for them in this because we can't do it exactly. in real life um it's going to be tough because semi-final one is so good it if they're really in semi-final two i think they definitely get through they definitely that's, that's possible agree. yeah yeah although i'll i'll say it first i just don't think it's the greatest song that said <sighs> it's really grown on me it was not the one i wanted on the late late show when we when we chose i wanted the the young the young girl who was just so it was so wonderful and, and bright but it's really grown on me and i think what i'm seeing though in the chatter is apparently apparently their stage show is phenomenal their rehearsal apparently blew people out of the water people were oh, coming cool. away like i was not expecting to like this so like these are like big eurovision nerds who were like oh it's a kind of boring anthem and but then they were like oh so again rehearsal may not translate to the big mm. show but yeah but i will say because again i had to do a deep dive that there are some pyrotechnics they're pretty impressive we'll see where that gets them you know i i, th I do think they will make it to the final i i think they will i don't think we're gonna see a high finish but i i think they're gonna make it to the final and i think that would be the first time since is it since jedward um possibly uh, i think so first time in a so, long time yeah yeah it's been a while it's been a while but uh, again it's grown on me Let's so hope so it is yeah. a bit of an anthem and you could you could like really see yourself getting behind it but as you say i think maybe it depends on the show <laughs> depends because, on the show yeah. absolutely oh, the music video is dreadful wasn't a fan of that and and then you know again we should probably mention just briefly they got rid of their weird transphobic creative director so fair play mm. for them for kicking this fella out because we don't need that kind of thing here, here. or anywhere mm. 
So well done for that. And again, the song is really growing on me. I still think we'll eventually hear it in an insurance ad because it's kind of that, that sort of a thing, but it's really pleasant. And, yeah. you know, hopefully this will set them up for bigger and better things. So tell you what, it's no Malta. So, you know, most, most there, was, there was some entry <laughs> this year that I genuinely can't even get through listening to the whole thing. Malta was one of them. God awful song about being happier in a sweater and it's got this funk weird sound and this like saxophone and I think I don't like saxophones and I think I don't like funk but maybe it's just the combination it's too cheesy and not in the right way I fucking hate it I, I, I also hate it, hate it. Well, I, I am yeah I'm here with you and hating Malta no, not for me mm. it's like Eurovision already has had the epic sax guy you yeah. cannot exactly. bring him just, back we have just, our epic not, sax yeah. guy and yeah. I do love the I feel better in my sweater <laughs> every yeah, time no. But as soon as I get to that, then I skip to the next song. The saxophone ship has <laughs> sailed, you know, back in the 80s. We exiled everyone to Saxophone Island after, you know, sort of 1988 or so. It, it's it's done. We don't need it. So, mm. but again, this is the kind of thing. And I think we'll come back to this a couple of times. I feel like this might be the kind of thing that may not do well in Eurovision, but may hit big on the TikToks with the kids, potentially, even if it's just some little bit that gets yeah. played again and again. And I don't know what that means for music, but here we are. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll get back to our list. We will. Right. Let's do that. So at the bottom of number 16 on our countdown uh, is Armenia with Future Lover from Brunette. Now this mm. only got one point from Tandy. Got it from me. So, so each of us chose our top ten. And it means obviously that we've got an overlap because obviously our top 10 is not going to be the same. So this one got my one point, the bottom of my top 10. And I think that there was a little bit of fight for space around mm -hmm. that exact, you know, between like 9, 10, 11, things yeah. kind of shifted a little bit. But I toyed between Armenia with Future Lover, which I, it starts off a bit slow, but I like the bit where she kind of gets in there and does a little bit of rap. It gets a bit higher energy. Um, but it was a bit of a toss up between Armenia um, the UK and um, Bridges. Who's Bridges again? I forget. Oh, Estonia. 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 Yeah. Yes. So, so in a way, it had to, the way that my list was going, it seemed to be a solo female singer with either a power vocal or a fun boppy thing. Mm. But I chose this one because it's the one that I, I seem to be able to listen to the most. Now, it's weird because I feel like the whole year, um, initially I thought, oh, it's a bit of a weak year. You know, like, there's, you know, Sometimes I have a hard time choosing a top 10 because there's too many good too many good acts. This time I had a pretty clear top six or seven, and then the rest were a bit of a fight. So anyway, it is funny though. in my 10. Yeah, because yeah. those, those ones that are really at the top are all really good, very strong. Mm. But you're right, then there's mm. this kind of mix. It's an interesting one. Exactly. And mm. um, plus, we are doing this based on not having seen these people perform live yeah. in our ears 
And we know that there are discrepancies between what's in our ears and how they're going to perform on the night. Like last year, Sam mm. Ryder wasn't top of our podcast. Right, and he, he was phenomenal. No. So good. And so he was good. phenomenal. Yeah. And then and then my one of my favorites last year was France with um uh, Fulin and they yeah. bombed. They performed yeah. was dreadful. Yeah, loved it in advance oh. and just didn't didn't make it on yeah. the night. So there's and the it, disclaimer. And it's like I know none of us have her on our list, but I will say I've been bopping away to Poland. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's talk about Poland for a second solo. she's really good but I know I did watch a video of her competing in the Polish national oh. final and she she, she okay. was terrible the video oh, and the I video. don't know oh, let's talk the about video. the video first where it's just like oh. it's just like hot it's girl, an OnlyFans it's an OnlyFans yes. and I oh just oh it's so oh. cringy it, it is it is and it's so bad and again my eight-year-old who's a giant Eurovision fan keeps making lists and putting Poland at the bottom just to say like it has to be the lowest it can possibly be because she was so like morally offended by it so but that's okay so it's like hot girl trying to be hot fair enough you know there's an audience which for that. you that's do you fun. great yeah yes. you do you. that's cool but the song itself like I agree with you Katie that it's kind of catchy but <laughs> did you see the live performance and this, she, she can't sing, guys. And no. I think this may be a refrain to a couple of other countries as well. I think there are some vocal problems we're going to have to talk about. Mm. Not in our top list. But... And, and last thing on Poland, there is a whole scandal about it being rigged. So yes. you know, she she did not get the votes, and and you know the whole country is kind of annoyed. But how you know with how this all went down. This is what I hear. You know, we don't know facts for facts, but it sounds like she's not going to do well. And even if the song was really good, it sounds like she wouldn't do well anyway. No, 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 no. And on that, we will move to yes. number, number, ugh, what am 15. I at? 15 on <laughs> 15, our list. Yes. Uh, Italy from the big five, Marco Mengoni singing Due Vite. And I actually really like this song. And you I will say, points, Katie. I gave it two points. Yeah. yeah, it's in my it's in my top ten. Okay, that's. <laughs> I really really like the ones at the top, but I think <laughs> it's a beautiful song. He is he is a beautiful thing to look at, and it's just the whole thing is lovely. Now I thought he was that's a good it. singer. He's definitely got that classical crossover Il Divo vibe about him. I didn't care for the song, but I can see he's a he's a talented singer. Which again, as we just talked about, not not a given in the competition. So. Mm. He's a very, very strong singer, really. He, oh. He's a good vocalist, but I think after last year's Italy performance, which was meant to do a lot better than it did in the end, you know, with um the two guys, I forget them, Brevetti and, and uh, it was yeah. also like a, you know, like a, Mahmoud. it was like a, uh, Mahmoud, yes. It was like a power man ballady thing. I think that this year I just listened to it and I was like, yawn, heard it before, not interested. <laughs> It'll do but well it with the beautiful. juries. It will mm. do well with the juries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Though again, Ireland may do well with the juries. So it's, you know, 
one of those things. Okay, moving on. Romania (laughs) is next. Two points from Tandy. All right. I feel like I'm going to have to defend myself on this Yeah, one. because these were like way down it's, as non-qualifiers okay. from the semi-final for me. Fair enough. And I don't think this is going to qualify. So don't, you know, don't misinterpret what I like about this for my prediction. I think that the song is much, much better than what his performance and himself can present it as. Like, I find the song really nice to listen mm. to. It's a Spotify favorite at the moment. If I watch the performance from the national final, I think live, I I die of cringe. It's horrendous. <laughs> and he's got the wrong kind of look to be trying to be circled by half-naked ladies with bums out and and having his shirt ripped off. He just he doesn't fit the he doesn't fit the well the stereotype. And I know we can't, you know, oh, the sounds so wrong. But anyway. <laughs> The performance was really, really bad. I'm hoping that he comes back with something a little bit more appropriate and I'd hate to say toned down, but that performance was a mess. So I want to see a better performance, but I I genuinely like the song. I don't know why. I just think it's cool. And I think he's got a nice voice. It is a tricky one because you're right. Like the the performance did just go straight into sort of chaotic uh you know and, and mm. like a very specific eurovision kind of chaotic although i was like aren't they all cold like buy clothes just you know something Even the message was mixed you know at yeah. first it seemed to be a bit of like a, a a love song kind of you know torn apart by feelings regarding love and love interest and then it becomes a make love not war thing and it's like come on like just stick to one thing and mm. do it well <laughs> But no, but I do like the song. I really do. Yeah, and you'd never it's, know. They could yeah. change the whole staging for the, for the final. They could. And he is in semi-final too. So yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's definitely a, a weaker night. If he qualifies though, I don't think he'll do well in the final, but no. I wouldn't put hopes on him qualifying. But I like it. Yeah. It's fun. Fair, fair. Okay, <laughs> next on our list is uh, UK from the Big Five, May Muller. I wrote a song. is a really girly poppy song <laughs> mm. and uh i just yeah i i really did change my bottom we'll say five or six mm. a lot and she wasn't in in one version and she was in in another and i was like oh i don't know but i do think i i, I had to put in one of the the girly boppers i felt Fair. and i there think she's, she's my favorite at the moment mm. Of the boppers. Now there are other girly performers, but I think she's just it's a very poppy song, isn't it? 
yeah, yeah. You're yeah into that. it's very poppy and and i and respect that i think she wrote the song too i think so that's you know that's but i hope well. so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what? I mean, Lisa, you and I didn't give that one points, but yeah. Fair Play, like for me, she's a bit of a special mention because the UK two years in a row now have not sent shit. Like, right? They've, they've sent songs yeah. that are actually, you know, radio worthy, performance worthy, I think. You know, I've, I don't think I've seen Mae Miller um, perform, but I did hear on some other YouTube um, folks talking about that she's a very engaging performer. She gets the crowd going. So I think it could do well I mean I know she goes straight to the final but I think it could do well she does remind me a bit of of our Brooke last year where again someone who's maybe been a writer instead of a performer herself and this is kind of stepping into the limelight so so I think we'll see you know this this may be just a a first step if you like but yeah same I, I didn't have it in my top anywhere but equally was like but this is not like three years ago where it was just embarrassing and we're all you know looking over at the neighboring island like yeah and look, they have pulled it out of the bag. They are going all in on Eurovision. And exactly. I would say, well done, BBC. Please, RTE, mm. follow suit. The whole yes. Eurovision village in Liverpool seems to be really, really, really well organized. Yes. Yes. And uh, you might not even realize that it was the Ukraine that won that that won last year. It's yeah. All... Although again, that said, they've all they're putting together this amazing slate of performances with all yeah. these Ukrainian musicians who are coming over, and it's it sounds phenomenal. And and they have again, we'll, we'll promote other podcasts. They have a whole raft of podcasts as well, including one on when Ireland ruled Eurovision. Well worth a, a listen on the BBC Sounds app. So they're all in on every platform, which you know, mad respect. Mm. Very cool. I'm only bummed that I couldn't get tickets or a place to stay. Oh, all of us, you know. <laughs> Ticketmaster. I had a place. Oh. Well, I had a place in Warrington, and then Ticketmaster was an arse. So anyway, mm. Ticketmaster. We're no not bad. fans. No. 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 Next one. Moving on to Latvia. Sudden mm. lights. I am. I actually, I think I had these guys in towards the bottom at one stage, but Tandy, you gave them three points. So, Semi-final one. Yes. I don't think that they'll qualify. I think that they're too soft of a sound. And actually this, this song sort of grew on me slowly. Yeah. It wasn't one that, it wasn't one that hit me over the head um, and, and gave me like Eurovision extra sort of vibes. It's just I just find it a really nice song. And I sort of, they've got this thing in the video where they're like lifting their shoulders. Yeah. It's the weirdest movement. But now I, I I can hear myself. I can hear the song in my head with the little movement. And it just, <laughs> it's just, it's just fun. I really like it. It's a bit of like an indie kind of slightly softer rock vibe. I think it's good fun. I don't think it's going to do well, but I think like, it's yeah. fun. <laughs> 90s. It's kind of like a 90s indie vibe yeah. in a way, yeah. isn't it? I had yeah. the same thing where it was sort of near my my bottom numbers there, mm. but then I didn't quite. But again, I think this is one that will end up doing well on the TikToks, on the other places. The young people get their content. I think mm. it will find an audience. It's just this, mm. they're using this as a launch pad and, and fair play to them. So And yeah, good for them. Yeah, 
I, I just think it's a fun song. And in a way, there was another one that was kind of creeping up for me, and that was Azerbaijan, who are also not going to do well. It's too soft of a sound. Um, but the song itself, it reminds me a bit of like 90s Britpop with a bit yeah. of Beatles mixed in. And I thought it was refreshing to see a little bit of a different genre like coming yeah, out. It's but, Tura, yeah, it's Tura. I can't even remember their name. Tura. They're twins, aren't they? Or brothers? I, or something. I, I'm a yeah. bad person. I, I'm, yeah. My little note about them just said Poundland Proclaimers. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a bad person. But. You know what? You do you. And it's um, and actually the part of that song I like is only really the harmonizing bridge that they mm. do. It's that bit that I like in particular, but yeah. no, I don't think it'll do well. So the next one is uh, Spain. Blanca Paloma with Yeah, Oh yes, Andy and that gave was also four points. Me? Oh yes, I gave this four. Sorry, Latvia gave three. Okay, so we're still in the the region of songs where only one of us gave points. So, um, for Spain, now this one surprised me at first. So if if you just listen to the song, it sounds a bit like it could gnaw into your brain and annoy you and drive you crazy, <laughs> but. I've seen a couple of performances now and I've seen the music video. The music video can actually jump and hold, don't care. Her live performance of this song makes it very much like performance art. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of those sort of contextual songs that I really like because I'm watching it, not just because I'm listening to it. So I like this as a Eurovision entry as opposed to a song for the radio or for Spotify or whatever. Yeah. So I think she's going to do well. She has an immensely beautiful voice she's very um uh i want to say stern or um she's very like serious looking you know when she performs and she's got this like real passion and she she does things but it is a bit of a song that yeah i think you need to see it to love it but i think it's awesome and it reminds me a little bit of um uh, uh serbia last year where you know you really mm. have to see the performance to appreciate yeah. the song this one i think is a lullaby or it's based on a lullaby about calling to the moon or grandparents living in the moon to look after you i'm not really sure of the full history but it's got a lot of like lunar in it and it does it feels very celestial with but with really good vocals i don't know i think she's fabulous so i hope she does well it's doing well with the bookies just something mm. to think about so it's not oh, like yeah. in the top three but it's it's troubling no. the top you know couple uh mm. at least at your patty powers and so on so i could almost see it going top 10 on Possibly, the final yeah. but and i don't I, think top five i think no. juries will definitely jury vote will definitely like mm. this and if she brings yeah. it on the night and does an amazing performance exactly you, like you don't know what's going to happen and yeah. people do love the whole traditional vibe which is mm. and also and then the next song we're looking at are portugal So it's uh, Mimi Cat with I Coraço. Oh, 
I really like this one. So I know, I know I voted for this one. And if this is a, again, one of those where it's, it's in that sort of traditional space. They've got a, they got a bit of dancing happening. However, now I'm, again, I, I'm seeing the chatter on, on all the Eurovision reddits and all the things that she will not have the sofa that she had in the, in the uh, national final. And again, how much of a big deal can the sofa be? People are really like, oh, the sofa's gone. Performance just isn't the same. So it's a it's a weird thing. This is one where it's definitely going to be dependent on how it goes on the night, what it ends up looking like. Because I think it, it's got to be big and extra to really kind of mm. bring it, I think, given the competition. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting one. But that said, I really like it. I think, again, I think she's a great vocalist, great performer. So it'd be interesting to see um, see where it goes. Again, I, I like, and we're probably going to go back to this a couple of times. I like that she's not like 17 and not the first rodeo. She's, I think, in her late 30s. So yeah, again, we're going to yeah. come to this a couple of times, I think. But uh, again, it's um, it's something a bit different. But at the same time, I think, again, we'll do well with the juries if it's a good performance because it's that kind of thing they like that sort yeah. of traditional, very themed kind of thing. But again, totally depends on the performance. Mm. Quite a cool song, actually. Yeah. And I'd say it's probably in my top 15, but not my top 10. Like, I think, yeah, that's fair. I think it's that's fun. Fair. It's good. It's a good fun song. Yeah, it is a yeah. fun song. I, I do like listening to it mm. and, and watching it. And I suppose speaking of furniture, there's also furniture <laughs> in our next our next one we're moving up so all three of us gave this entry points mm. it's first Serbia. time in our yeah. list <laughs> so this is uh serbia luke black samo mrs baba hello game over There is certainly mm. furniture or something. <laughs> There's awesome. bringing a bed. Bringing a bed, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Mm. And, and why not? Yes. And, and again, going well. You, you, sir. And then I'll, I'll, I'll add a bit about how he was adorable on one of the BBC's little extra programs. So that was just, I enjoyed. Oh, was he? I'm like, I, I don't really know what's happening in this. No, but I kind of no like idea. it. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the same. It's you know, I didn't give it a ton of points. I gave it some. Not quite sure what's happening, but it seems kind of charming and fun and weird. And I like weird. So and the yeah, the piano kind of tones are are kind of very cool or ominous yeah. or I don't yes. even know what All genre the... of music you put this into. Okay. So I gave this one the most of us three, the most points out of us yeah. three. I gave it five points, right? Mm. And I do think that this is like the weirdest Eurovision entry. <laughs> not maybe of the year, but it, it's it's a weird one because it has got a completely different sound. It's mm -hmm. got this industrial, it almost a, a bit of a, like an industrial Gothic sound to it, which I personally love, totally yeah, yeah. here for it, totally here for that. He's got this weird kind of almost romantic blouse and he seems yeah. juxtaposed with this like really weird, um, almost a mechanical alien thing in the background. Now, if you haven't already seen, but there's another YouTube channel called Overthinking It, 
And every year they do overthinking Eurovision. And if you ever want to get into the serious nerdery of like what songs mean and the lyrics and the performers and how things go, they did a brilliant video on this one. And what it starts out as is that it's it's kind of influenced by video games. Um, okay. Because he talks about choosing your fighter, you know, like in Tekken or in you know one of these kinds of games. And the whole message of the song, and I think this is one that it sort of relies on the message, which which I feel like it won't do well on, on the night, but it's a good song. It talks about how his he almost naturally wants to be apathetic, kind of lazy, sleeps. You know, he wants to sleep. He doesn't want to engage with the world. And he rises up to kind of take ownership of his part in the world and in society and in fighting political battles, climate change, you know, all these kind of big ticket items. And it's he almost likens it to picking your fighter in a video game and engaging and like, you know, kind of coming to the party in a sense, um, which I think is really cool. And it's a it's a little bit of a generation as well. I think mm-hmm. he's late, mid to late 20s. Um, and, you, you know, I think it's a really hard time in the world for people of that yeah. age. Extremely. So I think it's quite cool. And he took a lot of, um, he worked with Constructor last year who did Betis Trava. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So she helped him a lot with, both I think the song but also the performance and the concept so he's gone for also the sort of performance art vibe and if you listen to the song you might like it if you listen if you watch the performance you might like it and obviously you want to like both um but I think it's really interesting (laughs) I really like it it is it is very very interesting Mm. Yeah, Whether. no, totally here for it. And again, he was on, you know, the the little sort of talkback kind of a thing where they were having little mocktails, and it was just adorable and very charming, you know, very sort of wholesome and just nice, and um, but also a little gothy at the same time. So I enjoyed that very much. So definitely, like, bumped him up a little in my estimation. But I, I am really looking forward to the performance. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. one of the more interesting um, of. You know, is that the it's the first semifinal? I think again. Yeah, so, yeah, semifinal one. Yeah. Yeah. Now yep. I do hope that his vocal comes to the party because I've seen one or two performances where his vocal kind of lets him down a little bit. Mm. So I really hope that he's got those vocal cords warmed up. And because you know, the last thing that the song needs is a bit of a weak, shaky sort of thing. Um, yeah. because it does it starts off sort of soft and and yeah. weird and then it becomes kind of industrial power. I just hope he can bring it because it's very cool. And as we say, it's like, it's all about what they bring on the night. It really mm-hmm. is because it could be our absolute favorite and they tank on the night, something, mm-hmm. else, you know? So we're moving on. We're actually, we're in our top 10 Ooh. already. Already. Are we on and number eight now? Yeah, this number eight. eight. And I will say the next, this one and the next four, two out of three of us have voted for Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this one is Czechia. Mm, Vezhna, my sister's crown. Tandy and Lisa have voted for this one. This it, it, it 
it is a good song, but it wasn't in, didn't make my top 10, but it, it's there or thereabouts. You know, it's, it's hard. Top, the top four are, are so close. And then you have like good ones and then the rest. Right. Kind of, so. Yeah. And this one hits in, you know, it hits in the trad core spot because they've got, they got a bit of that. I like the harmonies. I, I love that, like the video is a whole vibe. It's got all the, the makeup and the hair and all the things going on. But then they also did an acoustic version of it. Um, uh, I guess earlier this week, um, which was also in English, which was helpful. So <laughs> like that, I love that they mm. dumbed it down for people like me who were like, I think this is cool, but I want to make sure it's not going off in a direction, but it wasn't, it was lovely. It was just sort of about empowerment and all these things um, and, and fighting mm. climate change and all the things. So I was like, oh, it was good. It was inclusive. It was, uh, I really liked it. And, and again, you know, sometimes these things hit just the right spot, you know, on the night. Sometimes they just don't, don't quite meet the mark. So, and I think there's always this danger with a big group that it may end up becoming a little, um, I don't know, sometimes it's harder for them to, I think, make a, you know, kind of make a mark when they have this many people on stage. But, you know, I don't know. What, what did you mm. think, Tandy? Oh, man, I love this song. I, I really like this, it. This, this is my number, this is eight points. So this Ooh. is my 12, 10, eight, this is my third place. Third I really favorite. enjoyed it. Oh, I love the song. So initially when I when I watched it, now the first uh, listen or, or viewing that you could see was the video and not a performance. Yeah. Um, the video is spectacular. It's very creepy and very interesting. And it's this um, almost a girl band, if you will, but they've each got a different character and they've got this different makeup and each one of them is pulled in different directions and they come together and, and various things. Now, Again, thank you, um, Overthinking at YouTube channel, because they do a really good job of digging deep into these things. There is some controversy around the song, but there's also some really strong messaging. So mm. one of the features of the song is that the different uh, artists, I think there's five different women in the band. One is Bulgarian, one is Czech, one is Ukrainian, one is, uh, you know what, I can't remember all the countries, but they've got verses in Bulgarian, English, Czech, and... Did I say Ukrainian? Anyway, it doesn't matter. They've got verses in different languages. And one of the um, artists is Ukrainian or Russian. No, she's Russian. Ah, okay. She's Russian or Ukrainian? I think she's Russian and sings in Ukrainian or something. Oh, okay. Anyway, very interesting. And what they, what they talk about on Overthinking It is how the song is... It looks as if it's about female empowerment and about, you know, bringing sisters together and all the things. It's actually a much deeper meaning because mm. there is, it's actually a standing for Ukraine song. So yeah. they're talking about my sister's crown as in the sovereignty of Ukraine. Don't take it down. You know, you can't remove it. She deserves it. She's more than capable of running herself, you know, these kinds of themes. Um, and in a way, they're mocking what is what has been called almost the Slavic sisterhood, because that's what Putin mm. always talks about is we're a sisterhood of countries. So they're actually, in a way, mocking, using his own words against him to effectively fight for Ukraine sovereignty. And this is the symbol of the crown. And in the video, they've got these like purple controlling men in the video. Mm. And I yeah. mean, I guess it had to be men in this case, but, you know, take take from that what you will. But they're they're either um feeding people propaganda or they're you know making people doubt themselves or they're controlling you know there's they, they play different roles for each of the different characters in, in the video um and then you know towards the harmonies in the end you know these women are standing together and they've got one unified voice and i think that's the power of the song 
Now, I think the song is magnificent, like it's brilliant. And even without knowing the meaning, I just loved the sound of it. I think it's really catchy. It's really interesting and fun. Um, but I like it even more because of the meaning and even more because of the video. That said, I really need to see this live before, right. you know, I don't, I think when you've got a really strong video and I'm sure we're gonna see this later on towards our top three, <laughs> when you've got a really strong video, you're gonna have to do a hell of a lot of work on stage to make sure that that message or that same feel comes through. And totally. the one performance that I've seen of theirs, while the song was nicely delivered, it didn't have the message or the strength to it, which makes me sad because I think it's an amazing song. I really do. And I suppose yeah. it's it's hard to portray when there is so many members of 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 I know that of performers on stage. You're only you're limited to six performers. So how do they? bring the message across with just them I suppose is yes. really really hard yeah. and I think we see that with other I think other songs that are further up there's also like how are they going to stage this how is this going to look because we love the video but yeah yeah you know what I mean although it's yeah. it's a funny thing too to compare I think to Croatia which is kind of it's the same idea but Croatia has chosen this very deliberately sort of agitprop you know kind of you know which I enjoy very much but also I'm like but we get it so it's, it's not yeah. my top anything but but you know here for the the sentiment so yeah. yeah I will say if look when Croatia come on don't go and make a cup of tea it's very entertaining <laughs> yeah oh my gosh you have to watch yeah. it yeah <laughs> I'm actually surprised that out of the three of us Croatia didn't make it into the top 10 at all they, because it is a very <laughs> it is a very extra song yes very yeah. interesting people it's got a political message it's it's you know also a bit of a fuck you putin kind of um, yes, vibe yes. to it and these guys are like straggling nukes and missiles yes. and they've got all sorts of things but the video is phenomenal it's the so video is phenomenal and also these guys they have form they've been doing this in and out of eurovision for decades mm. those particular guys so i think maybe that's it too maybe it doesn't feel as fresh because it's what they do maybe mm. but that's it here for it so yep. not picking it but here for it yeah it is entertaining okay we're into what are we now seven up seven oh. yeah number seven so germany uh lord of the lost <laughs> blood and glitter blood and glitter myself and Lisa gave this points and I am here for it like I, I love think it blood and glitter what a combination this is Eurovision it's like Your understood heels. the assignment yes this is a step up from Gendrick is all I'll say <laughs> oh, oh, big time. <laughs> yeah oh man yeah I, I didn't just give this it. one points but I do think it's very cool um, and that's where my naughty and nice doppelbock is inspired. Um, <laughs> because in the song, they talk a lot, you know, a lot about these opposites of so blood and glitter, naughty and nice. You know, yeah. they, they do a lot of these kind of contrasts. I think it's very cool and it kind of gets stuck in my head, but I don't find it fresh enough to be my top 10. 
no fair and, also fair and that's okay and i do think there's a lot of like aged rockers on yes mm. and some more successful than others I, I really enjoyed them again i you know none of us picked it but to kind of compare to australia that i felt was very kind of mm. we've seen this kind of stadium rock kind of thing and it was all very professional and sleek but yeah, yeah you it's know like australia had three different songs in one song and yeah. I like them individually, but together they don't really mesh for me. I don't know. And it just yeah. doesn't feel right. No, no. But oh, I love Blood and Glitter. Blood and Glitter is better. Yeah. 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 Oh, totally. Yeah. And again, it's the kind of thing where, you know, I think, you know, they'll bring a good performance on the night. Or you hope they will. The video's fun. It's, you know, it's just exactly what it says on the tin. It's, you know, we, we love some people pouring paint on themselves. That's, that's just good times. <laughs> So. And we'll 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 see what happens, uh, I suppose, on stage. But it's 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 kind of like rock slash metal ish. Soft, yeah, a little in, soft little metal. industrial as well, maybe. Yeah, it's got yeah, and quite uh, a lot of glam in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very. Yeah, it, it made me think immediately of sort of glam rock. You know, almost like seventy shock value glam rock to an extent. Yeah. But, but the song is a bit subdued for it. All that. No, no, I like it. I actually do like it. It's just not my top ten. There. You never know. We'll see what mm. they bring. So they then, could do well. are we into our one, two, three, four? No, no we're just outside this our top five. Mm. This is number one at the bookies, I will say. <sighs> so this Here is we the are. Bookies' favorite. It is Sweden. It's going to be hard to beat. It's going to be hard to beat. She's the woman. The woman is a professional. Let's just, you know, she's been here before. If you don't know who Lorene is, she won, oh, over 10 years ago. Was it 2012? 11 years ago with Euphoria, which is a banger. It is. I will say. It is a club classic at this stage, I suppose. And Tattoo. So I gave it eight. Lisa gave it four. Tandy did not rate this in her top 10. Is it is it is it just on the horizon or is it way down for you? No, I think that there were more interesting songs for me. And I think that the, this is the one, and I'm hoping that I'm correct, but I feel like this is the most overhyped song of the season. Ooh. I do. I, it's, it sounds a lot like Euphoria without being Euphoria. That's fair. It's got, I completely agree. She has got, she's got a very powerful performance and I like yes. her staging. She's between this like panini press and she's <laughs> almost breaking free. She's yes. almost pushing this thing up and, and it's it's quite a, it's a big moment. Like it's a cool moment on stage, but I just, I just think it's a bit overhyped. It just doesn't really do it for me. I just think, I think her vocals are stunning. She yep. always brings it. And if you've seen, she's been doing clips of singing other Eurovision songs and she's just, it's like, does she ever have a bad day? I don't mm. know. She's, her vocals are perfect. You know, yeah. she, and she always, yeah, she, like you say, she always brings it. She looks phenomenal. I'm just like looking at her mm. biceps. Like, I want to know what the routine is. I would like to be, you know, lifting whatever it is that that, you know, 
that leads to that because here for it. Tell you what, she you does know? not drink any beer with those washboard <laughs> abs of hers. Like there's there's not a shred of fat on that woman. No, she's stunning. And her vocal is stunning. The performance is stunning. I just, I've just got a funny feeling that it's not going to do as well as what everyone's thinking. Well, and here's the interesting thing about that too, is because at least the Swedes fan, the Swedish fans are complaining that what they're seeing in the rehearsals is not as big, not as extra as what was in the Swedish national final. That it's actually kind of scaled down here. Um, so again, make hmm. of that what you will. This is only rehearsal. And but there you are. I will say that last year, um, Cornelia, um, in Melodian Fest, the the Swedish final. Yeah. I think that performance was better than what she brought um, to your like your to Ukraine the final. One, to the final. Yeah, exactly. I agree. You know. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I really loved her national final performance, but then did she bring it? I don't know. I or, don't or did know. it get lost on the Not staging? I don't know. A lot of people blame the staging in Turin, but we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But but again, Melodian Fest is so like the standard is so high. It's mm. you know so. It's a bit of a weird one because, you know, when we think about the people that are actually going to be sitting and watching this show, whether the semifinals or the final, it's often going to be people that have never heard um, another performance. They've never seen a video. You know, this is the first time that they're going to hear it. And which is why I think Laureen with Tattoo could do really well. I'm just just hoping that there's other more interesting things because there are. (laughs) And I I think it'll do really well with the jury as well. Oh, yes. having that yeah. really such a strong vocal and i'm i'm just going to go quickly into some of the new voting rules mm. oh yes Ooh. yes so this year for the first time ever the jury are not voting on the semi-finals mm. it is televote only so they said in the in so if that was the case last year brooke would have made it through so it will be the popular vote oh, that gets yeah. the mm. gets all the art. Any artists that are coming through are going to come through on the popular vote to the final if they're coming from the semis, if they're not one of the big five. And then in the final, there is a new televote country called Rest of the World. <laughs> it's very funny to me. Well, well, I, I like it. Cool. I think it's fun. I think it's People fun. People from South Africa, from the US, from New Zealand, yeah. who I've seen. Mm really want to be in Eurovision and and they've done little videos saying that we used to be together in Pangaea. So that's adorable. I know. I know. So the way it's going to go, it used to be 50% jury vote, 50% um, televote for the final. And what comes up on your screen on the night with the presenter, that's the jury vote. But it's actually now going to be because you're going to have a tele. Televote from the rest of the world. It's going to be forty-nine point checks notes four <laughs> percent jury vote and fifty point six percent televote. So okay, will that make mm. a difference? I don't know. That's a tricky one. It's, again, especially since these semifinals are so unbalanced. I I just yeah. wonder what that will mean. Yeah, and mm. I think that you have to vote through the website or an app. Um, and I believe I heard rumors that you're going to, you're not going to get charged, but you have to give credit card details to stop Mm. spam votes coming in for the rest of the world. So I'm not sure how that's going to work or anything. And they say that there's an approved list of countries that can vote, but they haven't published that list yet. 
It's <laughs> weird. So, huh. so th- this must be in response to the Azerbaijan kind of scandal from last year, you know, the jury, the jury rigging. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because I saw, oh, excuse me, I saw that in semi-final one, Azerbaijan are in, they're performing second in semi-final one, which is commonly the, sort of the death position. Last, um, yeah the death slot, yep. which is hysterical to me, yeah. um, because they're clearly, you know, clearly <laughs> EBS are like, we're going to, we're going to make some punishments known without being super deliberate and well, super uh, <laughs> like upfront and, and transparent about it, but clearly banning the juries on semifinals and the positioning of, and I'm trying to think it's Azerbaijan and I'm pretty sure it was another one that was involved. And actually I think it might be, I don't yeah. know. So when you see, it might be Armenia or somebody, but there was a whole bunch of countries that were in cahoots as they (laughs) sometimes are. So when you see Martin Osterdahl delivering the votes, (laughs) not that I mind him delivering the votes, you know, not that it's all fine. But when you see him delivering the votes for a jury, it means that jury done bad, whatever they Mm -hmm. did. Mm. Or else there was a nat- uh, disaster in that country. I think it happened once when I was younger that um, there was a, an explosion at a fireworks factory in the Netherlands. Oh. And, uh, they cancelled the, the phone lines or something for the Eurovision because they, oh needed, they needed something. Yeah. So, it, so you look, stuff does happen or can happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there we go. Okay. Are we into the top five? Top five is so Tandy did not vote for this one. It's France, Lazara, Evidemont. Evidemont. Toutes ces belles promesses que j'entends, ce n'est que du vent. Evidemont. Car après le beau temps vient la pluie. C'est ce qu'on oublie. C'est toujours trop. Gave it 10. Lisa gave I it give 10. That's a lot. I gave it some. Yeah. yeah, look, I will say my votes did change. And I'm like, that's why I give it yeah. 10. Today, I'm like, <laughs> oh, did I give it 10? Did I deserve? Did I mean to? I don't know. I do like it. I like it a lot. I do love that French style. And it, this is such a French yeah. song. This is so French. And the singer Lazara is, I think she's she's 23. So she's she's younger. Is that does that make her younger than the Danish entry? Have you seen? Oh, oh God. Okay. Yes, that's that's just oh. Oh, okay. I'm I'm having a moment now. Just I know. Oh because oh she God. is she is she looks she just is so polished she has this maturity about her in a good way where you're just like, yes, yes, good for her. She just looks so put together and it's so French. Like it is the it is the Frenchest French entry. Like yes, you couldn't get more French know. than this entry, genuinely. Yeah. 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 And it really brings me vibes of uh Barbara. Pravi from a few yes. years ago. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which goes, I did enjoy too. Yeah. Yeah. And then mm. it goes off into this like disco vibe. And I just really like the vibe and the energy. I really that enjoy she it. And again, it will do well with the juries. It's a question mm. of, again, on, on the night, because I think sometimes get, it can be like, oh, well, there's the French one. Or people could be like, oh, there's the French one. Like, how is it going to hit? You know, just depends. But I love her look. I love how it's all sort of sparkly, but it's all 
dark at the same time. Just, it, it's very noir. I like it. I used the French word. Oh my God, I am amazing. I oh, pat myself on the head. I, I'm um, protesting the song and France in general for not voting for the Breton entry last year because I genuinely believe that Elvin and our hairs were robbed. And the fact that they've come back with this, the most French of all French entries of all French times, I'm sorry. <laughs> That just annoys me. <laughs> no, I, I can get but, that. I no, can, but to I be fair, it actually yeah. is a good song. It's got a vibe. It's got it's got this very like forties retro feel to it. Mm -hmm. Well, she does anyway. Yeah, and it's it's a thing, but it's yeah no. I thought last year's entry was much more interesting. I loved it too, but then again, on the mm. night, uh, no, on the night it wasn't wasn't there. And it's, it's all about what they bring on the night. So no matter what we think of the next mm. four, which are our top four, and it's yeah. like. What they bring on the night is going to dictate it all. It, mm -hmm. What we say might mean nothing because, you know. And there is political voting, you know. Oh, of course. Like Tandy there doing her political <laughs> voting. Protest. <laughs> what is interesting before you get into the top four is that now in the top four, all three of us have given all of these countries votes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas before... It was only one for Serbia that we each gave something. That was our ninth spot. So that's interesting. So only yeah. five songs in the collective kind of top 10 and in fact, top 15 that we actually sort of agreed on or 16. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So then mm. the next one, and I didn't expect it to be so high, but it, it kind of got, so this one country got a four from me and a six each from Lisa and Tandy. It is Moldova. Pache Parfene with Solare Seluna. I mean, I, I love it. I love everything about it. it I, I am the target audience for this. It is like folk horror weirdness. It yep. is it is tradcore. It is all of the things. And it is bonkers in the video. And I love it. I love yeah. it. It's just, it's so cool. I think it's super cool. Super, super cool. I actually, when I first saw the video, um, it reminded me a little bit of old Cradle of Filth videos where they're like very <laughs> dark in the forest with brides and things and kind of they didn't have blood but it, it reminded me of that sort of stuff but it's got a totally different sound it's got you know a very um ethereal forest fairy nymph with a whole bunch of kind of ethnicy kind of sounds to it and once again we have the flute i don't know man i'm a sucker for that flute so i i love it too and again to, to have someone like in the costume like all mm. of the things and and again probably shout out that Go goa will be on um as part of the the celebrations again i one of my favorite bands in eurovision ever but like possibly my favorite ukrainian band maybe they were robbed they should kind of should have won that year they were amazing but same vibes you know that kind of yeah it, it's got it's got the trad music it's got people dancing it's got weird costumes love everything about it so do i think it's gonna win no but mm -hmm. you know i expect it will actually do pretty well and here for it so mm. I'm definitely here for it. I think it brings 
it brings everything that we love about Eurovision, you know? Yes, yes. And especially yeah. like I listen to a lot of like weird dungeon synth stuff, like when I'm working and it's got some of those vibes too. So I, I love that kind of thing. It's all good. Yeah. I think it's great. And he's actually a very good performer. Have yeah. you seen some of the live performances? Like he's very engaging and very um he like takes his role quite seriously. Um now I do hope that on the night they bring his vocal up slightly because mm -hmm. on one yeah. of the live performances the two backing ladies are kind of harmonized with him who are awesome by the way um and they really bring a different sound but they almost drowned him a little bit so i hope that his voice comes out quite strongly but man it's such a cool song and yes. it's such a cool performance and i don't know just yeah. those those yeah. those flutes and <laughs> it's I think too cool it'll pick up a lot of points like it mm. it might not get the 12s and the 10s but i think it will pick up a lot of points yeah and i it, think so too i think so too and it, it's almost kind of you know because we know there's always going to be some political voting but it might be the safe air quoting you know ethnic option yeah. if people feel they want to vote for mm. one of those they might feel it's, like it's not stepping on any toes and it's like last year moldova brought it you know, yes. didn't they? And I just expect them to bring it again. They bring it every year. Yes. And it's always different, which I love. Yeah. It's mm. totally different vibe, but, you know, so extra in a different way. Here for it. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Do, 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 our top three. And uh, so the, the next three, we all have different. Uh, we, mm. gave our, we gave our 12 points to different countries, which is kind of interesting. That's yeah. very fun. Yeah. Um, but they are the top three of, of, of our group as well. Um, we're going to go with Norway, Alessandra, Queen of the Kings. I mean, it's such a banger, oh, isn't it? Oh my know. gosh, this song, guys. This was my 12 points. This is my favorite song of the year. Um, this this has got kind of like weird sea shanty vibes, but it's also, <laughs> what it actually reminds me of is like the intro to a really epic game. Um, you know, mm. like you get those those game adverts sometimes on your phone and it's, I don't know, Clash of Clans or whatever. And it could be a movie or a series too, but it's got this like really epic anthemic feel to it while just being, I don't know, I think she is awesome. Performance is awesome. The song is a banger. It's super powerful, super catchy. Oh, I love it. I just love it. The song yeah. is amazing. Um, mm. she, she can belt it out and she oh. hits that note. Oh, She's the amazing. At the end. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I've seen you know, complaints that her costume is not as extra as it was in the national final night. But you know what? I'm sure they'll tweak whatever, you know, they need to. I was a little worried about where it is. Like it's number one in the first semifinal, I think. And, you know, sometimes people forget by the time you get to the end of the night. But I think it is such a, I think she'll like, make a statement impact. song. And, and I think, again, now you release them so far in advance that people have been listening to it and it's streamed all the time it's like mm. it's so fun love it well she's I think done he's... well on the spotify streams yeah like she's she's near the top of the entries this year in terms of streams which doesn't necessarily say that people will vote on the night but i think she'll be fabulous 
Yeah, I think we have to say that the demographic voting on the night, especially of the final, a lot of them just tune in. They they don't watch the semis. They exactly. don't follow everything else. And it's like, but I think this is a, this one hits you in the face. It's not a grower. You no, look. exactly. You're right in. Oh, no, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. 100%. And that's, and that's a really good strategy for Eurovision. Yeah. You know, yeah. Give us yeah. give us a song that we don't need to kind of get super deep into to really like. This is just, oh, it's just power. It's brilliant. Here, here. There we go. And the next two are, these actually joined. It's a joint Ooh. number one. So uh-huh. which one will we go for first? Well, they're, they're the same all points. Good. They're both oh. the same. They're, we're, they're on the same points on our board. So we go Austria, Thea okay. and Selena. I love it. Okay, now again, I nerd out about this not just because of the wonderful video, which is just so much fun. Love it. Again, it's that question of how will they do live versus in this great video, which is so much fun. Mm. But I love that this has everything because the two of them are kind of brought together as kind of a super group, uh, if you like. But I I love that you know first of all the song is about channeling Edgar Allan Poe to write music. How bizarre is it? But I love it because I'm like this is all like the things I nerd out about. Like we could do a whole sidebar on kind of automatic writing and Yates and how his wife would get sex tips for him via automatic writing, which is again I'm not making this up. Look it up. Um, but anyway, facts. Um, so it's that kind of vibe. I love that they're also making fun of like how little artists get paid from Spotify in the song. So there's all this stuff yes. packed into this song that is just so much fun and such, you know, again, such a banger, something you can just bop to. But at the same time, they're like, oh, we wish we made more money from this, which is great. So good for them. Yes. They're playing to them for getting something that's not a political message into, you know, the night. But I think it's, it's going to be so much fun. Um, you know, I've been watching them perform it in different places, kind of leading up to it I, I think it's going to finish well I I don't think it will win but I think it's going to be up there it's just I love it it's it's speaking to me so hmm. it is it is they are so entertaining and god can they sing they can belt it out as yeah well. they yeah they're really good. really good there's there's some lovely video of them from earlier this week or from last week uh in period costume doing the song you know, dressed in sort of 18th century court dresses it's amazing go check it out it's uh yeah and I've been like going around Aldi and doing my shopping going exactly oh my god the song is so catchy it's so good and I'd love to go to Vienna to like that would be a great place to to have a Eurovision I mean I I don't know how they would do it because they have lots of small venues versus you know kind of a a big thing, but oh, they could do it at the Spanish Writing School, and then it could be the second time the Eurovision has been in a horse facility from when they had it in Cork. So in Mill Street, yes, there facts. you go. Yes. So <laughs> Lisa's not good already facts. planning her. Oh no, this is this <laughs> is a not good facts. But... <laughs> yeah, no. Look, I I agree. I don't think that this is going to win, but but it'll be up like, there. 
oh, it'll be up there. It's such a good song. And it's again, it's similar to um, Queen of Kings, where it just kind of hits you and you mm. don't need the deeper meaning straight away. You, you know, you'll get it eventually. That's fine. It's so good. It's so well-written, well-produced. Everything is just so slick about it. My only concern is staging because yeah, totally, as you said, like the video is so clever and so um, it's, it's different and you can, you know, really see this, this imagery of how they use red in the video yeah. to talk about taking ownership of this kind of writing power and, and all these things. It's so fun, but I'm, yeah, I'm a bit nervous about staging because I don't know how that message is going to get across. No, However, same, especially, yeah, we'll see. A good song. Holy smokes. I mean, this now for our points here, Katie, you gave it seven. Lisa, this is your 12. This it's is your my 12. One. I love it. Yep. Yes. And this is my number two. I've, I've got it at 10. There we go. go. We like that. Your ladies approved. Okay. And then our, our other joint first. So Austria is actually semi-final two, and it's the definitely the strongest oh, song. Yes. Semi-final oh. two. I it's mean, we should all just like, go yeah. to bed after that. Yeah. There's mm. yeah. <laughs> so the the other our joint, our joint top place is Finland. Karia. Cha cha cha. Oh, the song is so fun. I love Holy it so much. Shifts the song. And I will okay. say, I didn't like the song when I first <gasps> heard it. Oh no. And yeah. I didn't like it. Well, I did. I liked this like the second half of it. And mm. the first half of it, I was just like, this is uncomfortable or something. I just didn't, it was, it was, it's quite heavy and metally and and <laughs> You know, things like that. And then I was uh, listening to some podcasts and they were explaining that the song is about social anxiety. Mm. And it's how uh, Korea doesn't want to go out on a night because his social anxiety. And when he when he gets to the, the venue, whatever, it's just like, don't really want to be here. And I, I'm doing I'm, like, I'm girl, going same. anywhere. None of us want to go and out. You, I think you can really feel this. And then he has mm. a few beers and, he, you know, he relaxes and then towards the mm. end of the song you can really feel the cha 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 he's like loosens up and I just feel mm. that 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 whole story arc is is really really good but the first time I heard it I didn't see the video oh, okay as well and I think or the it, the, the, the staging um mm. and I'm wondering when you see the staging and hear it is it gonna is it gonna land for people what I've seen of the yes. staging so far <laughs> is phenomenal so yes. okay so it's I I watched the video and I thought, okay, there's a video. It didn't really impress me that much. The song did. I thought the song was really interesting. And I, I'm the same. I've been with the song from the beginning, not the video. Yes. Yeah. However, when I saw, I think it was the performance at the national final. Mm. And so it being on a live stage, I think really lends itself to the song as opposed to the video. The video is like tertiary. 
the yeah. performance is so cool he's got this um for those who haven't seen yet you're in for a treat he's kind of bare-chested but he's got this neon green bolero on with these really puffy sleeves puffy. It's, yeah it's like really it's very uh, it's and he's up. basically and he, just been wearing that all around like I, yeah. like <laughs> he's phenomenal branding he is just like it, oh, and, he's but you know it works shit. it works it's so good it's so and good then, so, it, so the song moves, he's almost like trapped in these boxes and in the video it's a boxing ring, but you know, trapped in these boxes and KJ, yeah. as you say, it's like this kind of social anxiety. He doesn't really want to go out. He's like not really feeling it, whatever. And then you start to see him breaking out of the boxes and he uses these cha-cha dancers who are in hot pink <laughs> who are pulling him. So they're influencing him out and then they start breaking the boxes together. So cool. And I think that that green and pink is really effective. And then at the end, I mean... The song is so weird because it does. It starts out, as you say, Katie, like a bit metal, a bit gruff, like a lot of like growly bits. And then it starts to mellow out. And then it becomes what I can only describe as K-pop. To me, this is K-pop <laughs> through and through. And in fact, the whole song reminded me of baby metal, which is not K-pop, it's K-metal. <laughs> but because they've got this kind of cutesy vibe alongside the metal, it reminded me a lot of baby metal. And um, so it reminds me a bit of K-pop at the end, which is so fun. But towards the end of the performance you've got these cha-cha dancers with their very strange pearly white teeth and they're all kind of almost doing like human caterpillar it's so cool <laughs> it's, it's so cool. it's so weird but um according to other um eurovision influencers or commentators it almost represents a caterpillar and then they break free and he's becoming a social butterfly oh. which i think is very fun yeah i'm not really so sure i would have gotten that to be honest yeah but anyway I, and i <laughs> love that he is, has I don't nails think you need match. to yeah, yeah. And you, you don't, I don't think again, you need the meaning completely because just hits you it it's just hits cool. this is again this is my eight-year-old's favorite song as soon as she heard it she was sold she has been mm. wanting nothing but this one she likes some others but you know, and again, she obviously has no interest in any like deep meaning of it. She is just here for here for the bops. And, you know, it's great for that. It works for everyone, every level. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know any finish. I don't know what he's saying apart from cha-cha-cha, but I'm I'm enjoying it so much. So yeah. It's such it's a great really song. Good. The performance I think has been like so good, so on point. Again, and I love that he's just owning the look and it's just like, this is what we wear now. This is you know, just gonna own it so everyone recognizes. And his haircut, he's got this like yes, weird bowl. Funny... He's got like a bowl haircut. Yes. He, he he almost looks he looks as if he shouldn't belong anywhere with the way that he sort of looks <laughs> and dresses. And yet he's so beloved. Like I think the sort of <laughs> the Eurovision um subculture is just like, yep, we love him. Cartier, yeah, people ass. people like, have been a... getting like their nails Harrier, done, Cartier, yeah. like to to match his whole look, so and it's fun. so fun. And he's got the same thing, but it's. It's just fun. And, and again, I was like, immediately like, oh, where were they holding in Finland? Let's let's see. I wouldn't be mad about going to Finland. So absolutely you know, not. You know, we'll yeah. see. That is it is funny because I saw um, a comment on a YouTube video um, where it was a Finnish person who had said, We were so excited about this entry because finally we could win Eurovision. And then we saw that Lorene had entered. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought, yeah, it's dreadfully unfair. So, so in a way, Finland, Norway, Sweden have I mean, probably got the best chances in a sense of winning. And let's just say now, not Denmark. Speaking of no. K-pop, speaking of K-pop, this K-pop knockoff. No, the TikTok. The kids on the TikToks will love this. Da -da 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 -da. I think it's too fake. 
It's, it's too manufactured. He's 25. Did someone tell me he was 25? He's 25 and he looks he looks 12, 12 like 13. Yeah. Oh, it's, no. No, not oh, not here for it. But other scandals, you've done well, Denmark. No. It's like two years in a row of just like frankly yeah. teenage boys, even if they're not no. Don't need that. Oh, no. but the uh, this is the other good thing about Cha 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 is it's you know it's a great song because you can make it work kind of in any genre because he has done a reggae version of it as well <laughs> that is oh, so that much must fun. Be so fun. It's so much fun. Look it up. It and but I love that it can be adapted to anything and it's just it still has you know even though it's it you know it's it's a much obviously more mellow version but it still has the the punchy bits and it's that it's is great. so cool. So Lisa, I think we're going to need to put that one into the show notes. Maybe, maybe mm. I'll have to find that yes. link. Yes. Definitely. Indeed. It's really and fun. I, I do like some of the things BBC are doing. Like they're doing um Eurovision themed episodes of some of their favorite like game shows. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, they're they're, they're, they're doing a Eurovision pointless. I want to go on Eurovision oh, pointless. Fun. Oh my god. With all Eurovision stars are gonna be like and they're doing it for, for others. They they like they they're embracing it. They're really yes, taking it on board, cool. which I love, which I love. Yes, I think that's here. very, very cool. Well, I think it's about time because, I mean, for the longest time, the UK just didn't seem to take it seriously. No. And it's nice that they've done it. You know, obviously Ukraine can't host, but they're really making an effort um, to show, I, I guess, that Eurovision is really, really cool. And they're doing it. I don't know. I think they're doing a great job so far. No, yeah. I completely agree. And and I think important to know, too, that, you know, I know, like we said, a lot of people don't t- tune in for the semifinals, but Hannah Waddingham hosting, and I hope she gets to sing, too, because, again, she's a phenomenal singer. She did mm. a great job hosting the Olivier Awards a few weeks back. Um, so I'm excited to just see her hosting something like this, too, that is very extra, and she can kind of lean into it. So I think, again, another reason to tune into the semifinals, maybe even the second night, she can be kind of catty about some of it, too, because... Oh, she's great at being catty. I mean, that second semifinal, we need her energy yeah. to like get through that. So, yeah, yeah. So, I suppose the long and the short is, if you're gonna skip your semifinal, skip semifinal too. Yeah, yeah. If you it's, need to go out, yeah. It's it's really dreadful because I I'm literally pointing at me. Bad planning. Have organized <laughs> have organized to go and judge a beer fest over there in the UK. <laughs> in london <laughs> during the during eurovision week i'm distraught <gasps> with myself but anyway and i'm now going to have to convince my family over there that eurovision is the way and we're going to have a eurovision party on saturday for the final thursday it'll probably be a little bit more low-key i might just watch that one on my phone in bed but we'll see hmm. but you never know things may happen you may magically end up on a train and suddenly be like whoa i'm in liverpool what happened just i wish <laughs> you never know you never know oh, not 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 when you're judging on Friday Friday afternoon and Saturday morning. <laughs> that would be harder. That would be harder. Yeah. But what you yeah. can do is you can print out the sheet, their voting sheets for the finals, and get them to, to you know engage with it. No matter what age they are, as long as oh, totally. they can hold a pen, you know they can have a tick or a. Totally. You know? I'm, no, I'm I'm truly convinced that I'm going to get there, and my sister and my brother-in-law are not going to know what's hit them, and they're going to be Eurovision <laughs> fans by the time I leave on the Sunday. So. Oh, very yes. good. And are they both South African? So they've never yes. really done they, this whole. They they don't know what the fuss is all about. So I can't wait to show them. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. It's always yeah. good to invite new people into the fold. Indeed. Oh. Yeah. Going to have to have a, a bit of a Zoom call with my family here so that we can all have a watch party together. <laughs> <gasps> yes. <laughs> yeah. 
but it'll be no it'll be fun it won't it won't be quite the same as as being at katie's eurovision party mm-hmm. or at if- rascal's eurovision viewing for those who want to go um but you know what we're gonna do our things we all gotta do our things and i'm just hoping because if it's raining i'll probably be in rascals as well <laughs> if it's not raining, how it goes if it's not raining it, it will be a kid friendly in my back garden mm. exactly that's super fun were there any besides malta that you guys hated from this year oh i do have one the netherlands mm-hmm. and and again netherlands. everything we've heard is that they can't perform live like that's Oof. the that's been the the gossip and i just hate the song too like it's to me it's mm-hmm. like what if don't you want me was a boring song about boring <laughs> people living a boring life no i hate it it just yeah. and i don't know why something about it just really rose me the wrong way but it may be again the fact that apparently they can't sing doesn't doesn't help so and um just uh, sorry the netherlands the media came out and said look we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like what that's hard your own come on it's like wait till after it's happened you know you, you never know they may they may pull it up you'll know, pull something at it they're not gonna do well but <laughs> it was a bit no, embarrassing that, though that song's a bit boring but like it's written by duncan lawrence who won eurovision yeah, yeah. Now, and the thing is i think it could be a nice song but actually i agree with you that those performers or those singers they sound yeah. like they can sing on the sort of recorded studio version but what i've heard a lot of people talking about as well is that it doesn't seem like they know each other very well. So they're not going to have that kind of intimacy on stage, yeah. which could sell the song more. So I think they've got a big problem, for sure. And uh, it's a nice song, but it actually would have been better if it was sung by one person and probably mm, Duncan Lawrence. Yeah, Duncan honestly, Lawrence for real. Great. Yeah, I yeah. completely agree. If it had just been a solo, it, it could have been a much yeah, better... could have been fun. Much better yeah. thing. But yeah, and then there's like, there's our happy to be here. It's like your San Marinos and stuff where you're like... Oh my God, San Marino, that, that is the one I've still not made it through one listening because <laughs> I can't. Good. This guy can't sing and all he's telling us is that he could smell me like an animal. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> like, go away. No, that's just... <sighs> I, I, no, I, find, I find it tasteless and like just dreadful. Mm. I kind of like... Um, Greece was, was, was actually in my top for a little while and I don't oh. know if it's because it's a 16 year old talking about you know the whole online living and bullying and the pressure that comes from it that I, I don't know I being the mother of of, of those people. age children I'm like mm. oh, I kind of I kind of identified a little bit or, or I could identify and the fact that 16 and god he, he's, he's a bit of a talent um I thought he was really good. And then it was like the other girl boppy one is uh Unicorn. Israel. Oh Israel. I'm just like, I don't know. It's like I I like bits of this song and then I don't like yes. other bits of this song. And it's just like, what the hell is that's every another time. song? Feminine, that's feminine. Like three different songs in one song and it the, isn't I cohesive. I agree with that. And, and then there's and the weird it's... unicorn like centaur uh, thing, uh, like that, like oh, nightmare fuel yeah actually it's... i hope she comes to the eurovision stage wearing a centaur uniform because <laughs> yeah. it would just make the voting very easy you know? that would be like <laughs> at least so chaotic i you oh, know listen. mix it up she's a little in, bit because she's in semi-final one and some people say she will get in some people say that they don't think so i'm not i'm not super sure 
I'm, I'm not a fan of it. And again, mm -hmm. also, because again, my child walks by and says, what power of a unicorn? What power is it meant to have? And I'm like, well, okay, okay, fair. I mean, I'm like, well, folklorically, there are these things. She's like, no, I'm like, okay, yeah. Because there's not like a ready answer. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't like it. So there you go. Um, the, the host or the winners of last year, Ukraine, Tvorchi. Mm. Did I pronounce that? Uh, you know, I'm yeah. sure there is good Ukrainian hip hop, but I feel this is not it. Like, no. There's, you know, sometimes I sort of quite like the song, and then other times I'm like, oh, this is so boring. Same. Yeah. I, I really I sometimes whatever it depends on my mood, and it's mm. sometimes it's 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 grand, and then other times it's just like skip. And I think it's just you, what, you know it was never even in my top twenty. No. So no. Not not going to happen for me. No, no, and I think, you know, they have such a history of sending really strong or really mm. weird artists or mm. both. And mm. so when they send something yeah. that's just kind of very, I don't know, kind of generic, it's it's just a do bit you, disappointing. Now, obviously, think... <laughs> there's reasons. They've got some, they've got a lot on, you know, so. Do you think this was maybe an attempt to definitely not win, you know? Hey, you know, I did wonder. <laughs> 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 I mean, we always have to ask the question, right? Like, Someone yeah. out there is trying not to win. I mean, San Marino is definitely trying not to oh. win. <laughs> Malta uh, is definitely trying not to win. Although, actually, I think that they believe in themselves, which is very weird. They're slightly <laughs> deluded, aren't they? What, you know, what are your Reddit, views? Can I get your people views? People on Reddit who love that Malta song. I don't get it, guys. I don't oh, think we're the target anyway. audience. Mm -mm. <laughs> Go on, Katie. <laughs> I was just gonna say, so semi-final two is is definitely the weaker. What so there's yeah. going to be quite a few of those weird songs that are going to make it through. What do you think might make it out? I'm. I think. What do you think of Belgium, Gusta? Here's the funny you. thing about oh, that, because to me, you hate it. I don't hate it. Hate it. Just to me, it's it's like a song I would have heard in a gay club in 1999. Yes. Which is fine. 99. I was thinking like 92. Well, I mean, fair enough. Oh my Which God. Is... It's like, oh. But I'm kind of just kind of like, we've been here before, you know, like, and again, I like that. Like I should, again, I feel like it's, it, it, here's the weird analogy. Like it's kind of like the B-52 is a band that should be on paper for me, but I've just never gelled with. Mm. So kind of the same, the same thing where I'm like, it should be for me, but it just feels, I don't know, dated or. It is very oh, dated. It's like very. dated pop. It's boring pop. It's not, they're not bringing it like. It, yeah. Like in my bottom three of the whole competition are literally Malta, San Marino and Belgium. Those oh, are and I see, I, Belgium, at least I'm like, I, I, if I heard this song come on at the gym or whatever, I'd be happy enough with it, you know, but I feel like we've, it's not new. It's not, you know, which again is kind of a good thing. Like hopefully that means society's moved on and yay, this is good that we're both, that we're all kind of like, eh, it's kind of generic but oh, it's you know what I did hear a different perspective though on a different podcast where they thought you know for people let's say of our age you know at least late 30s to late 40s but Older. we're not late 40s here <laughs> anyway but anyway <laughs> but but Some maybe <laughs> maybe the sound of that yeah. Belgium song is old to us but maybe to the 20 25 year olds it's not that old that maybe that, that for maybe. me is very early 90s you know I don't know what it is it's got this like slightly gospel slightly funk vibe to it and I 
hate everything about it, but <laughs> maybe it'll sound really unique and new to the to the youngins. That's a good point. That's a good point. To me, it was such like specific like vibes of like delight or you know that kind of yes. thing. Um, and even the look of the video like was very that kind of that kind of thing. Which again, I really liked at the time, and I like from a kind of nostalgic kind of point of view. But I don't want to see that you know at the Eurovision. I want something more up to date. And, mm. You know little more now but mm. maybe you're right maybe to the young people that's where we are in the nostalgia cycle no no here's, here's one in semi-final two which didn't quite crack my top 15 maybe but iceland um i don't know how to pronounce her name D- i Adalia, think it's maybe? delia i think it's delia delia yeah with power I like i think it's a cool song but i think it's a little bit you know, it's one of those that are a bit forgettable. Yeah. 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 That's There's your worst enemy, you know? Yeah. You, you could be hated or loved, but being forgettable is the real Yeah. And I think the song is the is the problem because I saw her doing some other stuff in the, you know, uh, just a little bit more. Uh, that was much more fun where she's doing some covers and, and seemed a much more engaging performer. I just, the song is absolutely forgettable. So, mm. you know, it's tough. I think... I think that Alika might make it through for Estonia with Bridges. Yeah, I think there are a couple of those that power might. Yeah, like there's some of those sort of like girl power ballads that may just make it through because there's frankly not a lot in that semifinal. So no, no, no. I think that her song is quite good. I don't if she makes it to the final, which I think she will, but I don't think she'll make it to the left side of the board on the final. But I think her song is good and she's got a good vocal and it's just, she's in, a, she's in a year of really interesting, wacky songs. Exactly. <laughs> or power, like really big impact songs. And her song yeah. is a real ballad. So I don't know. I don't I think know. It, do well. I think it'll do well with juries. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, which. Yeah. Georgia actually. To the side. Georgia has been getting a lot of buzz from some of the young people online. It does nothing for me. But just Nothing thinking it's also either. in that semi-final. So, I don't know. I think it's the same thing. It's very forgettable. No. Doesn't stand out. But apparently, no. it's getting some buzz. So, we'll see. Nah, not a fan. I'd rather pick Cyprus with with Sad Boy song. Oh, yes. Yeah, Cyprus is just Sad Boy Ballad, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a Sad Boy Ballad. But the thing is, I think he's got a nice voice. Like, uh, like I think the song is, is not awful. It's... it's Slightly below bridges, but it's above Echo. Are there <laughs> from Switzerland Georgia. is there with another oh, sad boy ballad? Oh, and Jesus, like, no, thank you. Honestly. No. No. Okay, so Switzerland, for anyone who hasn't heard, it's a person who's talking about how he doesn't want to go to war, he doesn't want to play with real guns and real blood, which is all grand. And to be fair, apparently he wrote it, or it was written, before sure. the sort of Russia-Ukraine turmoil, but it just, oh, it sounds... It's just uh, toned it. Yeah, it's just too much. It's so on the nose. It's yeah, Yeah. and it's like there's a way to do again. I think because some of the really good songs do this kind of thing in a much more elegant, layered, interesting way to just have this sort of more bad. We we know, we know. Like compare Czechia to Switzerland, and I mean this is. you know what? No. And even, and you know, I know we've spoken about it, but even Croatia, who are very much in your face, kind mm-hmm. of wacky, literally have put flags in their bums and shot corks <laughs> out of their rectums for, you know, just for the shits. Like, this is the kind of people that they are. But their song is more layered. Yes, <laughs> than, I completely agree. Than what yeah. Switzerland's is. 
completely agree. It's like, he's young, you know, he'll, he'll learn, but it's like, no, <sighs> no take it home. No. Do, do you think though, that it's sometimes the countries that are doing internal selections that are really sending the shot, you know, Switzerland does internal selection and yeah. po- Poland, I think they, well, they voted, but it was rigged. And um, who else does <laughs> internal? A lot of countries oh, like UK oh, did. Israel. Yeah. Oh, does UK? Of course they do. You're right. But they've made a good choice this year. Um, Azerbaijan is internal. I um, think France do internal. I don't know. I think they, France. Yeah. I think, I think right. that, yeah, that would be kind of on brand for them, I think. So, yes, yes. You know, Australia's internal. Um, oh, God. Can we talk about Albania for a second? Oh, what God. What the fuck is going on with that family? I, I, <laughs> I love that that's the first thing I thought too. We're like, what's happening here? Why? Why is any of this happening? No. And why is she crying at the end of the performance? Is it because the rest of her family couldn't sing? Because holy <laughs> shit, that is a dreadful song. That's my bottom, fourth bottom I, song. I hate it so much. Yeah, that's down the oh, bottom for me. It's too. in my bottom three. Yeah. It's along it's with just Romania. Dire. <laughs> Oh, Romania. I'll I'll probably be the only person that actually quite likes that song. Ah, uh, sure. We'll see what they bring. We'll see what they bring. It's, they could. It's no. not Albania. Surprises. It's not Albania. Yeah, Albania and Albania. Poland are like my bottom. So <sighs> just not not here for them. Oh, Why, and man. San Marino. Let's not leave San Marino out of this if we're like talking about yeah. some of the worst. Like, no, no, thank you. Well, we're glad that you made an effort. Yes. <laughs> How about that? Exactly. You know, I think, I think at least we're going to see. Again, this is again why I'm glad we're having Hannah Waddingham on the semifinals because we need someone to like have the right vibe for hosting some of this stuff. Like, and you know, she's not going to be able to be as catty as like Graham will get to be on the big night. But come on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least we will have an good. Irish person. If while you don't, because semifinal one is so competitive. If they don't make it out, at least we'll have Graham. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good old Graham Norton. I held you love. Yeah. yeah, he always does. Okay, so final predictions of who would actually win. Put our money where our mouths are, so to speak. All right, if, I, if I'm a betting woman this year, I'm going to put the money on Finland. Mm, that's what I would bet too. I, and I specifically am... not Sweden, <laughs> but I would put it on Finland. I mean, she's going to do an amazing job. I, I don't want to mess mm. with Lorraine. She's a phenomenal performer, but I, I think people might want to see something a little new. So, mm. and if if his staging is as captivating as um, the national Fingers finals, crossed. you yeah. know, if he just just gets if people get it, that's all. That's what yeah. it comes down to. Because yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I do think I think Lorraine will probably do better with the juries than. Mm. Korea. I think so. Yeah, I, I think the juries will be confused by his, like, because <laughs> you know how yeah. some of them are. But I don't know who, what these juries are made of. But but I, I must say, I think we all, so we all agreed. We think that Finland is probably pipped to take it. But Finland, for me, Sweden and Norway are probably the three that are in contention. They're very close. Yeah. Because I think that Norway could still like. I think that yeah. I, I believe that she could do it. I'd go to Oslo. No, not wouldn't be bad. Yeah, uh, look, yeah, yeah, you yeah. never know what's going to happen. You can have your no. top three, and as someone, you you were like, really? 
they brought what they brought that and they just shoot and, up the board and you're like and oh you never gosh. know you never know with the voting because with all the scandinavian countries being so strong this year except denmark how are they mm. going to vote for each other when you know that's not a good strategy for them so we may yeah. see some funky voting you know yeah. another thing to think about so <gasps> yes strategic televotes who knows mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we'll have to see. I do think there will be some voting surprises, but not not mm. necessarily the the illicit kind, just ones that happen organically. So, okay. And have we Indeed. any have we any anything else to say? I think we've I think we've been away excited. in your ears. No, I think just so excited. So and and probably love to hear from those listening or watching, you know, what yes. are your predictions? Are we wrong? you know have we ever got terrible taste who's your favorite tell us in the comments exactly. tell us on twitter tell because us we are yeah. we were all you know cis white women over 30 so obviously we are a biased data set right sucker for a you know? so true yeah. so true <laughs> and also if, if finland do do go ahead and win where do we get a finnish beer folk just put that out and ask who's gonna who's gonna Please. import something for us so just putting yeah. it out there. Yeah, that was a struggle. <laughs> yeah, Very. Norway, we know we're good on Norway. We know we're good on mm. Norway. You know, we can certainly get mm. some Danish stuff, but that's not going to happen this year. But uh, Sweden is a little harder, but mm. oh, you there's can, something. You can Could get... have gotten something Icelandic, but their song doesn't really deliver. Yeah, not this year. Not this year. Mm. So on that note, we will... Berlin for the win. <laughs> and you know what we might link is we might link our Fantavision League. Have you oh, yes. signed up? Yeah. yeah. Good call. Tandy won this last year. I did win it last year. Yeah. So this year I, I still need to go sign up. I'm probably too late to get all the, the, the good spots, but it doesn't matter. I'll do it anyway. Yeah, I need to go properly sign up. I'm like halfway done. Mm. So we will link our beer ladies uh Fantavision League if you want to join. All the rules are on it it's like who's got the best pyro you lose marks if they <laughs> perform barefoot it's like all of these weird rules <laughs> that i love that i love i love it yeah so just sign up we, yeah. we do we sign up we, we're doing it for the crack we're not like yeah. going meticulously through each of the performances saying okay they've got pyro so i'm gonna put them now here but or are we oh <laughs> I, who knows a small flutter here and there as well just just say Okay, so I mm. think that's it for tonight on Eurovision. Any any final notes? Or are we good? We just want a, a wonderful, you know, safe, extra Eurovision. I think we're just so excited yeah. to see it. Absolutely. So can't can't wait for the final. Can't wait to see who wins. And it just better not be somebody rubbish. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So vote or else I don't want to put up with your moaning afterwards <laughs> okay <laughs> if you didn't vote i don't want to listen to you because you here, here. could have changed the outcome um and on that note i'll say thank you all for listening if you did like our episode uh could you please like subscribe to our channels on uh spotify or on youtube or on apple wherever you get your podcast whatever your podcaster is and uh, as I said before, we are on www.beerladiespodcast.com and that will give you links to all of our social media. You can get the Beer Ladies merch. Um, 
and all of our back catalog of episodes. So we explain what the Eurovision is. So if you're tuning in and you are like, what are they talking about? Go back and listen to older episodes from previous years where we do our Eurovision episode and we talk about them. Okay. Mm. And I think that's it. Are we done? Bye bye. Cheers, friends. Bye. Bye bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.